Hey everyone, welcome back to Untold Tales. Um, yeah, long time no see. I went back to Peru last two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I just came back. Quite a change coming back here. Well, first of all, going there and then coming back here. It was very sunny and warm over there, and here it's, um, well, not sunny, not very warm. I also came home to see that my bike was stolen, which was a lovely surprise. But um, that's okay, I guess. I guess I'll survive. Whatever. So, anyways, I want today to read some Peruvian myths and fables in honors of my recent trip. So, because today is an episode on the shorter side, I will go ahead and jump straight into it. I have selection of fables and myths, so I will just randomly choose one. Let's see. Also, you'll have to bear with me because I'm translating them on the spot. So, yeah, some of them might not be the best translation. For starters, the first story is called El Medano Blanco. And I have no idea how to translate Medano. <laughs> The White Dune. So, in the district of Setura, in the desert, 20 kilometers away from any city or town, there is a huge white dune. That, because of how white it was, it was called the White Dune. <laughs> I'm sorry, this it's it's really not translating well. Let's just stick with it. It's so tall that no one can climb it. And on top of that, people say it's enchanted. It's surrounded by a lot of foliage, foliage. And the sheep people, the 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 Shepherds. Damn, the sheep people. Anyways, so the shepherds um, that live nearly, they say that they always hear a little drum being played on top of a dune, but they can never find out who is playing it. In the center of the dune, there are corals and a lot of golden things. Golden artifacts so people often try to climb them but as soon as they start climbing it a few meters in the climb they start sinking and because they were afraid to sink and die they would no longer 
like they would give up and just go back. But the story goes that two men that were walking around the area got lost. They soon found themselves very thirsty and very hungry. And of course, this is in the middle of the desert, so they couldn't find any water. They kept walking, trying to find a way to orientate themselves. And they soon actually saw a river. So they got very happy and they tried to approach it. As soon as they got to the river, they started drinking. They gave their horses water. They tried filling their bottles with water as well and they thought this was the Batan River which passes very near to Sechura. This is in Piura a region in the coast of Peru but because they were tired they just stayed there and tried to rest and they fell asleep when they woke up it was their surprise that their river had turned into a dune and that all the water they had filled where in their bottles was actually sand and that they had found themselves in the famous white dune and of course because they had just drunk it they were very very thirsty and they got dehydrated so in the semana santa holy week Easter, I think it's Easter for English speakers, it's Semana Santa for Spanish speakers. They say that a lot of these so-called enchanted place appear near the dune. So if you approach it, you might, for example, turn into a little duck and that this duck will turn into gold when someone tries to approach them. And when they try to get into the water, the person will drown. And that this duck, yeah, that the duck is someone who once tried to climb the dune and died. And that is the end of the story. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, okay, actually this is one story that I was told when I was little. And I, one of them and the other one, I remember it, so I will also retell it. Uh, it was told to me when I was very young. Um, it, it's that in Peru we have the pink dolphin from the Amazons. And the legend goes that during the night in the areas in the little towns that are near the river sometimes a white man will appear and he will start flirting with the local girls and try to make them fall in love with him and this white man will soon get them to go for a walk with them and then for a swim and then will drown the girls in the river and this white man is actually a pink dolphin. And the only way to identify him is because he always wears a hat to sort of cover his blowhole. 
I hope that's the name, <laughs> to cover the blowhole that dolphins have on the top of his head. So that's why this white man always, always wears a hat. Um, another story by the same person who told me this, well, not by, but um, yeah, that allegedly happened to one of her family members, is that um, she's from this region, Apurimac, which is in the uh, highlands. And she always told me that her family were, um, they had like a little farm there and they mostly had sheep. So it was always the kids' job to take the sheep into the pasture to eat and then bring them back. However, the path to go, they had to go from the farm to the other side of the mountain and there was a little valley that they could go through. However, the little valley, which was quite narrow, in the middle of it, there were two cactuses, cactus, cacti, that were a bit further apart from each other. And the elder always told the kids to never go through these cacti because allegedly it was the door for the devil. And she told me that when she was around four or five and her cousin was around nine, ten, it was his turn her cousin's turn to take the sheep out into the pasture. And the kid, because he didn't really believe what the elders told him, and he thought it was silly, went through the, the cactuses. And yeah, he like normally went through, then he thought he had proven the elders wrong. And when he came back, he immediately broke into a fever and he started throwing up. And apparently he threw up all of his organs, everything, including his heart. So when he was completely empty because he couldn't still he couldn't die, the grandma put salt on his lips so that he could yeah, die and go in peace. I don't know how much peace he could get. But uh yeah, that's one of like the the main I guess um like there are a lot of, of legends like this in Apurimac about like certain areas that if you go through you get very sick and you die because it's an area that the devil go uses to pass through the mountains. Another one is also she told me um, also from Apurimac was that her uncle, I believe it was her uncle, once had to take the the. Um, some of, of, of the goods they had, of the crops they had grown into a nearby market, which was in another town. So they had to go, uh, they had to travel for a whole day to get there. And they used, of course, the donkeys to, to carry them, them out. And apparently in the middle of the night when they were still, like the uncle left with another uncle with his brother. And in the middle of the night when they were walking, they found this very old house and a very beautiful woman came out of it and invited the brothers to come into it inside of the house with her. And they could hear like women laughing inside of the house and music. So one of the brothers told the other one to not go inside. But because the women, apparently like the woman was very beautiful and she was saying that the other women were also very beautiful and they had booze. Um, the other brother, he sort of gave into it, so he left and went inside the house um, and told the, his brother to just come 
pick him up in the morning when he was in the way on his way back after going to the market. But when the brother came back to pick him up, the house was gone and there was nothing there and they never found the other um he never found his brother again. I guess this was a highland myth in order to like warn people about beautiful women and booze. I remember hearing this story when I was a kid and I was shocked. Okay, so one last story also about Piura, from Piura, which is called La Playa de Yasila, the beach from Yasila. Yasila is a very beautiful beach that is very near Paita. And the origins of this name are allegedly come from two words that came together. One of them is Sila, the name of a young man who used to live in this beach. And every time their family members would call him, they would call they would say Ya Sila, Ya meaning like like okay or go it's or come or yes <laughs> it's a very used word in Spanish but they would say Ya Sila. So the beach was named after after the boy according to other myths about the origin of the word it's about the times of the last inca in a region called chinchasuyo and in which allegedly there was a very very respected family in which there was one older son that was very very wise so they were called he, he was called amauta which i think means wise in 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 quechua so in about that time the tri- the, the tribe oh no the name of the of the guy was of the wise guy was amauta so okay during that time the tribe named a cacique so a landowner to an, another man named Yukai, which was Amauta's enemies. Ever since they were kids, Amauta was known for being so smart. But the other guy was known for being very envious and Okay, he was very envious and he all the time I'm sorry I had to read a bit ahead to be able to translate 
he was very envious about from Amalta. So he always tried to like undo the things that Amalta would do in the family. And that's how he more or less came to be the cacique. Because there was a war and although Amauta was the like the hero, um, Yukai lied and said that it was him. And because there was no one else there present, people believed Yukai because Amauta really didn't say otherwise. He sort of just went with it because he wasn't bothered by um, Yukai and he wasn't he didn't really care about trying to like fight Yukai's life um, lies. So the first thing he did, Yukai, when he was named um, Gasike, was to expel the family of Amauta and order them to exit the like exit the town in secret during the night. The only thing he gave them, Yukai, was um, the right to take their riches with them. So that also meant I this really backfired for Amalta, honestly. Anyways, so the trip was very long, it was very hard until they get got to a beach. And despite the fact that they were very scared and they were very lonely, they stayed to they decided to stay. So they started building. However, once they were settled and they were starting to be happy, um, quote-unquote uncivilized Indians, these, I guess, from another tribe, um, they were unknown. They came and they attacked them. They attacked them, so they had to run away. Um, the family managed to build a small boat and they got on the boat and just sailed for the rest of their lives, being unable to find the land. However, they would always be singing to the sun in order to get a home, like in, in hopes that the god would help them and the song would go Yasila Yasila so people started calling their the beach Yasila because allegedly that was their first settlement this is a very sad story and honestly Amauta kind of fucked up there anyways yes that's about it for me today I'm sorry about my translations and the stories that I found they're not the best to translate either on the spot I don't know who wrote them but Jesus Christ um, let's see who wrote them Jose Maria Arguedas y Francisco Izquierdo Rios well they did not do a great job anyways <laughs> that's it for me and I hope that next time we'll have longer um yeah next episode we'll have more time we'll be able to talk about more things and i hope you enjoyed as much as it was possible these short stories it's a bit of uh, peruvian folklore um mostly from the coast but also from the highlands so yeah uh, i hope you have a nice day a nice week 
and that you do as well as you can do. So that's it for me. Bye.